Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we unpack the Century Tournament of Champions, preview the Sony Open, and prepare for an upcoming round at Half Moon Bay Golf Links. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. This is our episode 49 now. We're one shy of 50. One shy of 50. One, we got to do something special next week for that. Um, we're giving all the listeners a Ulysses S. Grant. Yes, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we have, uh, as usual, we have some game talk this week, PGA talk with uh, the Century wrapping up, um, and I look forward to the Sony and some other golf news in the, in the world of professional golf. Uh, we got some gambling talk, and we uh, will uh, finish with our up and down. Um. Dude, it was great watching some meaningful golf. Golf is back. Yeah. I mean, that field is obviously incredible. It's a tournament of champions. Yes, exactly. One would say. One thing that's really cool about watching that is uh, that particular tournament is because you're watching and you're seeing all these guys in there and it's like, how come he's here? How come he's here? You know, all won. Yeah, but there's some some of those guys that win the, you know, like the uh, Sanderson Farms Classic in the middle (laughs) of August. Yeah. Yeah. it's it's wild and like you know had me thinking back and of course you know Xander got the exemption because he won a gold medal which I mean I I'm glad they did that yeah I mean, you, should you should definitely put him in there yeah there should be no question the US. I would like to hear anybody who has a quarrel with that um, but yeah you're looking at like oh Kevin Na like when did he win you know oh yeah he won he, he won the Sony he Open won the Sony Open um, it was just kind of like a it's like a recap of the year before that's why I think it kind of in my opinion kicks off. It, it truly kicks off the the 2022 um, season. Um, Cam Smith, John Rahm, epic head-to-head battle all week. These guys... Uh, Dude, they were uh, on an... I mean, it, it's cool to miss not having not watched some PGA in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just forget how surgical these guys are and how skilled they are. Uh, right. Minus 34, my God. Yeah, and like the shots that they were hitting, because him and Rom were playing together Saturday and Sunday, right? Yes. So, so like, I mean, they were just going back and forth, fucking hitting missiles. It was long incredible. iron missiles into greens and just, uh, yeah, it was next level. Speaking of the greens, I thought it was really cool to watch how these guys kept using the slope all all week long. Um, they would aim on a certain side of the green and mm-hmm. let the natural slope feed the ball toward towards the pin. Um, and I was kind of wondering why why they would do that. I was very curious because um, the greens were soft. You know, they didn't really have to play link style golf or anything like that. They'd have to play anything of that nature. But I mean, I guess that that was just what the shots called for. It was really fun to watch. Um, they were playing lift clean in place on Thursday and Friday too, so that really helped with the low scores. Yep. Um, but then Saturday they weren't and. There was two course records. Two course records. And then a, a Matt Jones went out there and shot a 62, which was the old course record. Um, yeah, JT and, and Rom with 61s. That's insane. Uh, yeah, so like they're going blow for blow. We, we talked about how, how hard it is to read the greens out there. And so it makes sense with a guy like Cam Smith going out there and winning. And, J- and John Rahm, like, people don't give him enough credit for the putting. I mean, we've seen the clutch putts and all that. But he's a great putter. He's a great putter. I mean, there's no holes in his game. Obviously, he's the, the world number one. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, Cam Smith just made a few more putts than him. But they were yeah. they were duking it out. It was very fun to watch. I didn't watch as much as I would have liked 
on um, on Sunday, but I caught a good amount through through the whole week and and weekend. That was a tough day to watch it because there's just so much going on. You have essentially playoff football. Yeah, NFL wrapping up. And, um, and if you're from the Bay Area, you have the return of Clay Thompson for the Warriors, um, which kind of, I don't know if you saw this, they're moving up a couple other events to start on Wednesdays now. Specifically, um, there's one for the NFL playoffs and then the Super Bowl. For so the they took management. the page from the LPGA because yeah. LPGA was doing that as well. Yeah, they should do for this week, does, or does this week even does this week start on Thursday? Or does it start on Friday? Uh, I believe it starts on Thursday. It's a three three day weekend, MLK weekend. They should we should end on Monday. Yeah, let me let me take a take a look here. Um, but I did not know that, so that is uh, that's cool. That is again, that's a page from the LPGA playbook um, that they were doing this last season, which I love. So, yeah. um, and it gives and, and who doesn't want Wednesday golf? Honestly, I, I think it works out better because especially during this stretch of of being second fiddle no matter what to NFL. NFL yeah. yeah. Um what else? I mean the lift clean and place stuff was kind of was was interesting watching these guys do that and then all of a sudden on Saturday they they fucking break it. It seems like in Hawaii you shouldn't be playing lift clean and place. Yeah, I guess they got a bunch of rain. I mean we we all saw it. The I mean yeah, the, the course I, I was understand. slow. It was, soft, it was wet but, definitely, yeah. but it's like you guys are pro golfers in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should be getting lift clean and place out there. They were talking too about how I mean if you're if you're in if you're in the the fairway I could see it. Um, because what the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah, but, if you yeah. Pl- plug in something, but um, yeah. Uh, another thing that I thought was fucking hilarious was when they kept cutting to Nota Begay with the with the levels out there. Did you see that on the on the on, on the, the course? course? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very I caught. I think I caught one. Um, <laughs> this guy, they just cut to him, and he just have a level at his feet. Like, yeah, you guys can see here. You know. It, and it's it's funny to joke about or whatever because it's it's funny just seeing the image of him standing there. Yeah, with a fucking level in his hand. Uh, but but it's it's great because on TV you can't see that. You really can't. It's hard to see undulations in the green, much less you know really understand the the slope, how and the everything. fairway slope and stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah I, I I I agree. Um, you've played that course, so you know it more. I've I've been out there. I've walked through Kapalua, so I I, mm-hmm. I got a kind of idea too. Um, Dude, the back nine's insane. How uh, or the second nine, whatever you want to call it, is insane in terms of the undulation and the change of uh, uh, elevation. I mean, everyone knows that that one hole where DJ hit like a 500 yard drive uh, that starts off at the very top of the hill and goes all mm-hmm. the way down, and that's what you're dealing with the entire time is you're going up up to the mountain and then down to like you know the cliff edge where the the ocean is. Phil was gassed just walking the course, and I, I couldn't imagine walking it. I mean, it looks it looks terrifying. We rode, uh, thank God, and we were still exhausted just walking to our ball and shit like that. Also, watching these guys hit off those, you know, the ball below their feet, ball, you know, uh, above their hands, you know, sideways lies. Uh, all amateur's worst nightmare. Dude, It's in, it was incredible watching them. Uh, I mean, what do you prefer in terms of a ball, you know, that's oh, going to be I'll below take, your feet, I'll take above, it above your my feet all day. I think so too. Um, it's it's so hard to stay in to, your, to in me, your posture. To me, beneath your like downhill, beneath your feet is the like the hard out of the rough is the hardest shot that you can have in golf. Yeah. Um, and I'm very happy if I just put that thing in play and advance it. Um, 
the ball the the downhill lies were so prevalent too watching the watching them they had mo- <laughs> okay minor technical difficulties we had a, a puppy who did not want to listen so back to what we were saying the downhill lies uh you know ball above your a ball above your feet below your feet or just straight downhill or uphill they were completely unfazed by it. You could tell they weren't thin in shots. They were still hitting them really good. That's just why they're the best in the world, I think. Yeah. Um, completely unfazed by that shit. I personally like the ball above... above. Uh, oh, yeah. Above your feet, you just club up, choke down, and yeah, fucking like a baseball play swing. a draw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't want it at my belly button right. or anything. But, yeah, the downhill is, uh, is very tough. Uh, you know, probably the best thing someone's ever told me was just start line up at the toe... Or excuse me, on the heel, mm. like get super focused on the heel, right? Because you know you're going to kind of reach down, anyways. Interesting. Um, or did I did I throw that all backwards? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll try it. But yeah, dude, downhill lie is just it's brutal. That's I can't stand that shot. I've gotten much better at it, and and I've just I just play quite conservative too. Um, and it's it's really hard to practice those shots too because you go to the driving range and all you have is a perfectly flat mat with a great lie. Yeah, I mean. I've seen how they kind of teach that. They'll have like a board that, you know, mm-hmm. you can adjust or whatever, but very few places have that. Um, what else? What else notable from, from the century? Uh, I thought, would you, so PGA, I didn't, I was unaware of this. They, they, they got a deal with ESPN plus. Oh yeah. I got some um, questions for you. And on so I was watching the ESPN plus archive stuff and I, I, I really, I really enjoyed their coverage. So I enjoyed the I, – I, I'll say this or I'll ask you a question here. Uh, would you rather – do? You, would you rather watch traditional coverage of, you know, like where they're cutting to so-and-so making a putt and et cetera all around the course or just watch a whole round unfold like a premier group and just watch that premier group go around the whole course? I would prefer that with – reasonably a reasonable amount of updates on what else yeah, is yeah, going yeah, on in the course yeah. but like we don't need to see chris kirk make a, a 30 foot birdie when he's like you know right j- just getting to one under and chris kirk i love you he won me money last year so mm-hmm. you, you but i'm just trying to think of you know whereas like i i had a blast on friday and thursday watching Rom and I forget who he was playing with Friday and then Thursday was Vicky Hove and and Brooks's round. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's totally different when you get to watch a, a player's full round. Mm-hmm. Like Brooks was under par and there was really no way that he should have been under par. He was spraying the ball all over the place mm-hmm. on Thursday, and it's crazy that like you just just like damn, you can watch this dude literally scramble around the course. So. I like the ESPN Plus coverage. Um, that's uh, that's one of the questions I had for you was, was whether you enjoyed that. Was like logging logging in. Was it easy? Like what kind of options? I thought the did whole process was easy. Yeah, it's stuck in my. It's ESPN Plus is in my login, so that was that was no no problem. And just and do you get to it, pick groups or is it so like, they have they do like the featured group or it's kind of like the Masters app. Okay, you know how you could you get, they got the featured groups. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what it's like this week with a full field because it's a little different with right. the 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 minister the smaller size field. 
But it's similar to how they set up like the Masters app or the U.S. Open for the majors. You know, right. you can watch a group or you can post up on a signature hole and just That's hang awesome. out. Because I used to have the NBC Sports Gold uh, where you could watch all four rounds, right? Yes. Um, and you can start like right when they all tee off. Um, I went to log into that this week and they informed me that they don't, they don't, off, have, it they don't have it anymore. Because they signed the ESPN deal. Exactly. So I was very curious on that. Now I'm going to be forced to uh, to get ESPN Plus. But if you're saying that it, that's what it's like, that sounds pretty awesome. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, I want to, like I said, I want to see, I want to see what's what it's like this week with um, a full field. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting to watch. Um, Brooks did look healthy. He did. He looked out. I mean, he didn't play the best or whatever, but he played good in stretches. Absolutely. And he was scrambling his ass off on uh, <laughs> on Saturday or on uh, whatever that was Thursday. Um, yeah, I, I I think that was encouraging for uh, for Brooksy myself. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find. Uh, I know I had like an Instagram thing saved with how to set up to your ball when it's downhill. <laughs> um, the one main thing that I noticed other than, um, you know, obviously the scoring and, and positioning of the, of the field, Bryson didn't have the, the silly hat. He didn't have the Hogan hat. Oh shit. I didn't even, he was just rocking. Oh, he rocks a regular Puma hat from time to time. He doesn't always go the Hogan hat. Really? Cause I, I, I don't think he wore it at all this week. Um, and I know that for the... Maybe it's Ryder Cup. He didn't wear it. Maybe it uh, it causes issues with the swing speed. It's not quite aerodynamic enough. You know, it's funny. And I was I was listening. I forget what I was <laughs> listening to, but somebody asked that question. I wonder if there's some science behind. There's got to be. There's got to be a reason because he's a Hogan hat guy. So I mean, that's, that's his whole identity. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, do we got anything else from? From the the century? No, I, mean, I think that was. I mean, for me, that was it. I I, w- I would have liked to watch more on Sunday. Yeah, um, it was it was cool watching Rom, dude. He, I mean, to to yeah. come from that season to be the uh, that he had last year to be the world number one and to come out and shoot, you know, thirty three under or whatever he ended up with, um, and setting a course record in like the first big event he's played. That's just unreal to me. Um, it doesn't look like he's going to relinquish the world number one anytime soon. No, no, especially no. with that putting. I um, yeah, he looked he looked incredible. Um, all right, well, on to the Sony. All right, well, let's let's recap. Uh, how'd your bets do? Oh, okay. Let's dive into that real quick. Um, I had I had top fives. Uh, I had Patrick Reed, Tony Finau, and Hovland, and they were all ter- terrible picks. I didn't. I don't. I don't think I saw after after Thursday, maybe half a day on Friday. I don't think I saw either of their names on the two the two screens of leaderboard that they would show. Yeah, Hovland was having a good round Thursday till he fucking put it in the plantain. Yeah, and dude. Yeah, he, he, when he was looking for that ball and said, oh, it's, still, it's a pretty good lie. I was like, dude, just take a drop. What are you doing? Yeah, sometimes you might be too strong and stuff for your own good yeah. there. Um, thinking you can get out of that uh, <laughs> is <laughs> disastrous. Yeah, I was I was watching it. I was like, oh, well, no. It was fun. It was fun being near the top. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't have any winners either. I had Xander and Hideki for top five and for winner to win the tournament. Um, and they, they finished tied for 12th and 13th. They were both up there at, at one point on Hideki Saturday. Hideki was leading. Hideki was leading Friday, but that was really before uh, Camp Smith went out and uh, shredded it up on Friday. But Xander got up there a little bit Saturday, and then they both kind of fell back. Um but, you know, whatever. That's, that's again, golf gambling's tough, so. Yeah, and, t- and top fives are, t- are hard to do anyway. Um, even though it's a smaller field, I, I still prefer a top 10. There could be up to, like, 15, 18 guys. Tied up and yeah. fighting for it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Knee. Open. <laughs> <laughs> YLA, a country club. Uh, dude, that course is almost a hundred years old. I didn't realize that. Um, previous winner uh, was Kevin Na last year, but Cam Smith is also one out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I jumped the gun when I wrote the, our agenda here with the Cam Smith. But uh, one thing of note about Wailea that I thought was really cool is it has four holes that mimic other famous golf holes. What other famous golf holes, you ask? Yes. Well. The par 3 13th is designed uh, from the uh, Biarritz course in France. Don't know what that is. Um, that is the only thing I know the Biarritz is. Shout out to Jason and State Apparel. Mm-hmm. Is mm. the Biarritz, the Biarritz quarters it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good knowledge right there. Um, the eighth hole is patterned after the famous... Reedon Hole on the North Berwick Golf Club in Scotland. The 16th hole is similar to the 6th hole of the National Golf Links of America at Southampton, Long Island. And then the 10th hole uh, has features of the 17th, a.k.a. Road Hole at St. Andrews in Scotland. Um, I think that's pretty dope how how a course kind of does that. Obviously, it had its own video game at one point yeah, as well. Yeah, Wild Golf, classic. Classic game. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I think that's pretty dope. Uh, nothing really of note other than that about the golf course. Par 70. Par 70, course. Yeah. It's definitely not a resort course like uh, Kapalua. Kapalua. Which Kapalua is a fucking... Uh, when I played, that was a really tough course, resort or not. I, I got eaten alive there. Anyway... Um, my main question about this week is, uh, I mean, is it possible that Cam, that Cam Smith can, can go back to back here? Well, boy, I mean, he was invincible there last week. Uh, and the only person that, that gave him a run for his money isn't playing in this John one. John Rom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, common sense would tell you that he's probably got to cool off a little bit. Right. Um, but I mean, I would say there's no reason to think. You know, and what what really is kind of a, a weaker field f- compared to the champions field, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that he can't go shred that off, especially if he putts like he like he did. Yeah, I mean, that, I'll get into my my picks later, but I mean, if I if I'm looking at somebody who's who's playing lights out right now, um, coming off that statement of a win and holding off the world number one like that, you gotta you gotta have some confidence in Cam Smith right yeah. now. Uh, do you think those? So I was going to ask you this too. Do you think, um, the tournament of champions guys get there and they play their tournament, and then for this tournament they 
that's their vacation before they come back to the States. Yeah. And then do you think the guys who are playing in the Sony get there a week before and do it pre 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 pre, yeah. pre Sony? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Why not? Right. Yeah. I mean, shit. Um, yeah. I, 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 and I would, I would venture to say that the guys that are in the Sony too, you got a lot more of these guys that, uh, you know, dudes that didn't win previously. Right. So maybe they're not so much in vacation mode and trying to get focused and, win a golf tournament very true very true but uh if i were in that situation i would definitely do that it's really tough watching those guys be in shorts and hawaiian shirts and nice and warm while we're out here freezing whales breaching yeah it's a great time of year i mean we got to see the rainbows and the whales and stuff out there in maui and in Wailea, that's on the Big Island, right? Yes. Okay. No, 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 no. It's on Waikiki. I Waikiki. Believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, pretty weak field. Uh, I know we're kind of going out of order. Out of order here. Should we just get into our picks for? Let's do it. Cool. I went and looked up some top ten guys from last year, and I see names like Brendan Steele. Uh, and Matt Jones there, and especially how how well Matt Jones played this last week um, with his odds at plus 450, and then Brendan Steele's are at plus 650 for a top 10. I took those two guys. Uh, those are complete stretches, in my opinion, but we'll see. But then I also threw some scratch on Cam Smith to win it. Okay, nice. Uh, and that's at plus 1,000. He's the clear He's the clear-cut favorite. Yes. Um, Which shouldn't be a surprise. All right, so I got – I'm going back. I bet this dude – well, the first pick I got is Corey Connors, top 10. I got three top 10s. Corey Connors, plus 250. Charles Howe, the third, mm. uh, at plus 400, who's won here and played here more than any other person ever. Um, veteran to the course. Nice. And then I chose uh, a long shot for a top 10, Matt Kuchar, at plus 700. Um, again, a guy that plays better on a little bit of a shorter course, more of a finesse game. And then I'm not going to go a winner, but I'm going to toss down uh, a couple bets on first-round leaders. Ooh. And I'm going to do two first-round leaders. I'm going to go to my guy, Hideki Matsuyama, at plus 3,300 for first-round leader. And then I'm going to go to a little bit of the long shot. I don't know why, but it just, just poked out at me and... I like him as a dude. I'm gonna go Joel Damon at yeah. plus six thousand as nice. a first round leader because you see him up leading in the first round quite a bit or up on leaderboards early in tournaments. So, um, just a little bit to wet the beak for the uh, Thursday afternoon round or Thursday evening for us here. With the amount of Hideki bets that we've started off the year on, I almost want to go put a grip of money on the Masters and see if he'll. By then, I'll be <laughs> off Hideki. Yeah, you'll be uh, off it. You'll be off the Hideki train there. I'm back on, clearly. Cool. Um, the only other subjects for PGA Tour talk that I wanted to t- touch on was the uh, real quick Tom Watson, now an honorary starter for Saw the Masters. Long, long overdue. Um, I mean, he's he's won there twice. He's also the greatest, in my opinion, Lynx golfer. Legend. Uh, that's ever played, or at least... One that's been uh, on television and well documented. 
Um, I think of Tom Watson every time I have a chip shot. Tight little lie. Yeah. Same distance back, same distance through. Dude, his book is amazing. He goes through every single short game all shot. You, that's all you need when you got that little tight lie shot. You don't know what. Same distance back, same distance yep. through. Trust it. Also, the uh, how to hit a shot out of the rough. Open your open the club face. Open your stance. Um, and then it's like hitting a bunker shot almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's gotten me out of a ton of trouble. And then the other main bit of news is the Women's U.S. Open now has a sponsor with uh, Pro Medica. Don't know what the hell that is. The No Laying Up boys call it the uh, Prestige Worldwide Award. Nice. For, we don't know what the hell your company does. Um, but that brought that brings the purse up for that event to ten million dollars. Awesome! That's some serious they are, bread. Uh, they're bringing and the, the entire the the whole race to the CME Globe went up this year. Yep. Uh, all these tournaments are going to start going up. The purses are going up. That's the whole reason. Like we were talking last week, why they're moving the ANA out of uh, Mission Hills and to wherever in Dallas where they can get some bigger corporate sponsors behind it. Oh damn! Um, but yes, it's awesome for for ladies golf. Get these gals. Paid, get some more corporate sponsors, get some more coverage so right. we don't have to fucking watch. Again, sorry, PGA Champions Tour, but I'd much rather watch LPGA over Champions Tour. Definitely. Um, and watch fucking Fuzzy Zeller out there hitting shots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and th- I mean, this is just the, the explosion of the LPGA Tour. It's just getting bigger and bigger the last f- these last few years. The U.S. Open lineups that they have coming up, I got these Pretty right tasty. here. Pretty tasty. Pretty tasty. We got Pine Needles this year. We got Pebble Beach next year. It's going to be epic. That's going to be awesome, dude. Uh, we're going to have to go to that. We, I mean, we'll probably be, we, we might be volunteering yeah, out we, there. Yeah, we might be volunteering. Um, we got Lancaster Country Club, which I'm not familiar with, in 2024. But then the next two I'm very excited for. Aaron Hills, 25. Riviera, 2026. Iverness, 27. Oakmont, Oakmont, 28, and then Pinehurst, 29. I'm I probably out of a Pebble, A, is my number one. And then I, I think I want to – I'm most excited to watch them play Riviera after that. Yeah. Um, that's going to be really cool. That course is so cool. Yeah. It's, um, it's so classic. Like when you think of uh, Country Club Golf, that's what you think And of. I want to see their short games playing on that course. Yeah. Um, and I want to see it set up. I'm sure it's hosted a men's U.S. Open like way back in the day, but it hasn't in our lifetime, I know. Um, so I want to see it set up for like pure torture. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, <laughs> Not like uh, Kapalua this week. Um, dude, that's going to be awesome. We're going to have to go to that Pebble Beach one. Uh, but Whether yeah. volunteering or not. Maybe not volunteering. Maybe not. Hopefully, maybe, maybe we'll be... Pre- uh, uh, credentialed press credentialed, members, credentialed prominent Northern California golf podcast. I mean, come talking on, talking about a, a women's major in Northern California. I know a guy who's given uh, uh, blood, sweat, and tears, Some skin back to the U.S. To Open, the, the ladies' US, U.S. Open. Awesome. Either way, I'll be there crushing dogs. Folks. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, cool. Should we just kind of get into some uh, some game talk real quick and Sweet. Then finish up with our. Are right, up and down. Um, did you get any practice in this week? I, I went to the range today. That was uh, the first time I've been to the range to hit some balls in a long time, actually. Uh, I've been playing, haven't hit some balls. but uh, And I did, as I said last week, just worked on, I hit probably 90% gap wedge and pitching wedge shots 
Nice. Um, and just working on trying to get, I, I seem to pull those clubs. So trying to figure out what causes me to pull them and, and then, uh, hopefully begin to get surgical at that hundred yard distance and around there. Yeah. Um, cause if, like I said, I feel like I just missed too many shots in that area. Um, and I'm doing what I can to leave me that, that yardage and I'm not doing a good job of taking advantage of it. Yeah. Um, I got some, uh, some work in at the DO yesterday as well. I've uh, been really focusing on hitting that cut. Um, my miss has been a pull, but like I'm making really good contact. I've also been trying to flight my wedges down. And that one, that shit's really hard for me because, again, I pull it usually when I try to do that. Yes, same. Um, but that's what they were talking about all week at Kapalua was these guys flighting their wedges down because when, once it gets up there, you've lost control of the ball. You keep it low and you can control the distance and the spin a lot easier. So I tried doing that um, with moderate success, but overall, I'm really starting to see um, huge improvements in being able to control the golf ball, focusing on that on that little fade. So that's awesome. Uh, really, really excited for that. Um, handy recap: I haven't, it hasn't changed. It's still at eight point nine. Yeah, I'm still um, the same. What's your What's yours right now? Fourteen, um, yeah, fourteen. I didn't, I didn't post our Harding round. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't post our Harding round either because I mean, we lost probably a dozen golf balls out there. That which, is true. Which that was fun. Um, not on, not really, not on stray shots. Uh, no, just on on hitting into the soggy abyss it, that was Harding at that point. If it doesn't go into the tree line and you lose it like that, that's really frustrating. If you hit into the tree line and shit. That's one. That's one thing. Where the hell's my NCG? Um, Here it is. But yeah, yes, um, yeah. I mean, we we knew we were gonna lose some balls out there. So uh, yeah, fourteen. My index is fourteen. Fourteen point oh. Nice round right. number. Uh, we have a round coming up on Sunday at the Half Moon Bay Old Course. There's the there's the Ocean Course and the Old Course. I have played the Old Course before. I have never played the ocean. Um, really excited to get out there and play. It's a beautiful course, uh, Arnold Palmer design. Um, and when I got to play it, it was ideal conditions, hardly any wind, nice and sunny and warm. We're looking, we're trending for a pretty nice day on Sunday. It's usually super foggy out there too. So um, pumped for that. Sunday is the only day, according to the iPhone, in San Francisco that has nothing just just sun just no sun? cloud nothing yeah i love it uh the wind is how that course protects itself it's not particularly long um there's a couple of greens that are drivable i can't remember what tees we played from so i could change uh the finishing hole is right there at the ritz so that's it's pretty dope to you know you finish right there in front of everybody by the pool i think um which is awesome Ladies, don't get too excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking up there, visor on. Listen, keep your head on a swivel. I might, I might, <laughs> I might blade a wedge into your, um, your cocktail. Uh, yeah, I've I've never played the track, so I'm I'm. This is a course I've looked forward to playing for quite some time. Yeah, it kind of starts. From what I remember, it starts out like by the water, goes in, and then I think the the last two holes are along the water. The ocean course, I think, is different. Like it's primarily all along all the, the water. water. Um, but that, 
those two courses with the hotel there and shit, it's awesome. It's got real Lynx feel to it. The way yeah, it I drove sprawls. by them a, yeah. a number of times coming back from Santa Cruz on, on Highway 1. It looks great. That's um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I did not know it was an Arnold Palmer design as well. Yeah, um, he, I think he did both of them. Um, can't go wrong with, with Arnie. Yeah. I'm pumped for that, dude. Um, I don't really have anything else to provide. We'll do we'll do a course review on it. I know yeah, now that we got both of us on there. Yeah, I think that we've technically I think done you one did before. One, but before we actually had the course review system, exactly. So we'll we'll give another in depth review on that. Post a couple things on social media. I did post on Instagram uh, some pics from our uh, my last time playing there. Um, that was before the pod, so we'll do a little bit better job this time. All right, up and down. Um, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, so let's start with up. Uh, my outlook on on my game, on my practice. I feel like when I'm practicing now, I'm practicing with purpose. Uh, I have faith in what I'm doing, I'm not guessing. I'm just sticking with it. Um, I don't. I don't think I felt this confident in the changes I've been making probably ever. I think there's always been a little bit of doubt where I would go back to my old habits. Mm-hmm. I think you saw a little bit when we played at, at Harding because the time before I played, I stuck to everything I've been working on. Uh, and at Harding, we didn't get to hit any balls or anything. So it kind of, I kind of yeah, fell back, back to old habits. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and then, uh, oh, another, another up, Tom Watson. Super glad to see him getting yes. it up out there. Um, I mean, I don't think he gets enough credit for how 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 great a, of a golfer he was. He's a Hall of Famer, definitely. And he's designed a, a yeah. buttload of courses. Yep, um, incredible. Um, down. Let's see, dude. It's been it's been re- all things have been really good lately. Uh, down. I got one. Down on people who go to the range. And are audibly frustrated with themselves. <laughs> when I was at the range yesterday, uh, there was a gentleman who came up next to me. He had a great swing. Um, but he was like, just like talking so that others could hear him. And I, I know everybody knows what I'm talking about. Like the dialogue is with themselves. Yeah. But even th- they a little want, louder than it needs to be. They not want others the to hear them. Yeah. Uh, like they show up to their practice session. It's like, okay, everybody, I'm here. I'm practicing. I am practicing. And it's like, okay, like I'm all for people getting out there and grinding. Look, I don't care if you are a, a scratch golfer or 20 plus handicap or you're just beginning. I don't care. Like yeah. that's, that's what the yeah. range you gotta is be, fucking That's why for. you go to the, golf, the driving range. Anybody who talks shit about someone's swing or their practice is, is uh, a complete asshole. But, um, don't be an asshole while but you don't, practice. But don't be an asshole while you practice. I mean, he'd hit a good shot, and he'd be like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then he'd hit a bad shot and just, like, curse himself and be all pissed off, drop his club. Yeah, you know? there's no need for that. I mean, so, I, 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 I mean, I talk to myself when I'm at the range a little bit under my breath. But, I'm but it's not, under your I, breath. It's under my breath, and it's basically to myself. I don't yes. anticipate. Uh, I'm not talking to have You don't want Larry next people to you. hear me saying that I'm, I'm blocking that off, right, yeah. or something like that. So... Um, 
Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, and there always seems to be some interesting characters like that. Um, I miss that one guy that used to be out at Presidio that went on, uh, went viral on Barstool or on Tour Play. The gentleman that complimented me on my traps. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that guy. Uh, <laughs> he's got a great eye. Haven't seen him out there. I wonder what he's up to. Can't <laughs> imagine what that guy's up to. And his fucking walkman that he had with them too see that guy was a, a positive influence because he kept walking around complimenting people and then uh what was really he fun? complimented me on my traps anytime i hit a ball he was like my goodness yeah 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 <laughs> that guy was awesome i'll never forget too i went out there one time when you weren't there and he had like the airpods in and he was those he, aren't airpods sir well whatever he had a walkman yeah he yeah. plugged into a cassette player dude he, he was listening to like a book on tape like a like a uh, uh, what's it called? It's uh like a positive, like like a Tony Robbins book, yeah, yeah, self help thing, yeah, self help yeah. <laughs> And so he's like standing over the ball about to hit, and he's like, he's and he's repeating what the thing is saying, he's like you deserve this success, you deserve greatness, and then he hit his shot, and it was just fucking so out there, it was hilarious. That dude was awesome. Um, all right, so up and down for myself. I will go with uh, – I also had a good practice session. It's very rare that I think I would hit – last year I don't think I would ever go to the range and maybe hit my driver once in like a long iron. Mm-hmm. I, I hit two drives today that I pummeled um, and I hit a few hybrids. That was the longest club I hit. But I mean I, I hit probably – I had 70 balls. I think I hit about 60 of them were just pitching wedges and, and gap wedges. So I stuck to – my practice plan that I had set out. Um, trying to think, what else? Um, I guess that's my my loan up. Um, my down on the week. Uh, how about this? I I don't want to wait till next week for LPGA. My down on the week is LPGA not starting till next week. They should have started this <laughs> tournament this week. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a, that's, that's, that's actually a good down. Um, cool. Well, we'll they we'll be back next week then. Um, we'll do a Sony recap. Sony recap. We'll go over our bets and everything like we usually do. Preview some LPGA. Let's just mentioned. Yep. And then we'll do a Half Moon Bay recap with a course review. Cool. All right. See you next week. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week to recap the Sony Open, unpack our round at Half Moon Bay, and much, much more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sandy Pars Golf and visit our website, sandypars.com, for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer, Ryan Thiessen, and until next time, hit him straight.